Queendom. Welcome to episode 135 of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. It's Christmas week. It's our Christmas show. We're talking about K-pop Christmas songs. We've had some new releases we're going to review for you this week. Maybe mention some of our favorite songs from the past. We also have a new mini album from NCT Dream with a throwback to the past. Speaking of the past, that's going to be a fun one to discuss. And it's here. Our year-end list is here. We're each going to share our top 15 K-pop songs and our top five albums. Charity and I have been slaving away over this, really stressed out. I don't know if I'm even ready yet, Charity. I don't know. I might change something last minute here. How are you feeling about it? I walked away from it and I'm, I can't look <laughs> at it because I'll keep editing it like I have been. I'm like, nope, nope, we're done. We're going to walk away. We're not going to, we're going to go with our, this, this version at the moment. <laughs> Every year, I feel like we've been stressed about this. Like it is the biggest thing. It's the well, biggest it deal. It is. It is. Because we spend all year. the NKQ Awards. Second two. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> but we spend all year reviewing new music releases. So it's like of everything we've reviewed all year, we're deciding this is my favorite. This was what I thought was the best. It's a lot of pressure. We don't want to let anyone down. There was mm-hmm. so much good content this year. So get ready. We have that for you. We also have our thoughts on the KBS Song Festival performances. There was a lot of fun stuff, Y2K themed. We're going to break that down for you. Plus some K-pop news. We've got a song of the week. Charity, how's your Christmas week going? It's good. I got all my baking done today. Um, All right. I have 85% of my presents wrapped. This is a lot. Um, I'm almost done. (laughs) First of all, first of all, First of all, just shut up because obviously I haven't because I'm not even done shopping. Surprise, surprise, everyone. Procrastinator Emily is not done. Secondly, what are you doing over there calculating math? I have 85% done. Like, stop. Stop. My organized math calculating friend over here. Just stop because I don't. I am, uh, well, not me. Why are you so funny? Congratulations, Charity. I'm happy that 85% of the gifts you bought because you're done Christmas shopping are already wrapped. Do you know when I do my wrapping? Let's all guess, everyone. When does Emily wrap presents? Christmas Eve. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. And if I don't do it at like 10 o'clock at night, I'm so proud of myself. Like if I do it at 2 p.m., I'm like, look at me being organized this year. Here's everybody's presents under the tree. Ooh. But this year, I don't even have presents. I'm going to be wrapping like little gift cards. Like there, there. It's it's been a rough oh. year for the Christmas shopping, but it's the thought oh, that counts or the the last minute panic. Yeah, a lot of it's gift cards because my family doesn't want to give me ideas. Obviously, my niece. I mean, that was easy to do because she's so little, and I just bought her all the things. But everyone else, I'm like, your first present small because it's a gift card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of gift cards this year. I'm the same way. No one made a list, so yeah. you know, Freddie, my dog, he's got some gifts. I've obviously, yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, got you some toys. But there's going to be a lot of gift cards, and I don't know if you do this, but I always go because you get like emails from places where you shop. Mm-hmm. So it's like Christmas shopping, holiday gifts. And I always click on it. And I'm like, ooh, I do want that. I do yeah. need that. Yeah. I, it's so bad. It's so bad. But then if anyone asks me, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, nothing. I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need anything. Like, <laughs> We just need to stop with the gifts. This is horrible for everyone oh, on both sides. Goodness. Goodness. 
But I'm happy you got your baking done. Charity and I are actually both bakers. I'm baking tomorrow. That's tomorrow's thing. I'm back in Pittsburgh. I flew in last night. Uh, It was my first time flying home for Christmas from LA. So it was a long flight, but Freddie and I made it and it feels great to be here. It is crazy cold. There's snow on the ground. It feels very Christmassy. So perfect. Uh, Yeah, I'm ready. I'm excited to be home. Hopefully, Queendom, all of our listeners, you're getting in the Christmas spirit. This episode will come out on the 23rd. So if you're like me, you've got another day and a half day to buy some (laughs) online gift cards. (laughs) Do the online ones, not even the card, you know, just go straight to the email. That's... That's an Emily specialty charity. You're getting an email. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, uh. Well, shout out to the last minute and shout out to all of you super organized people like charity. Wrapping those <laughs> gifts, 85% done. <laughs> I, I joke because I wish I could be like you. I can't imagine what life would be like getting things done in advance. It must be a crazy experience. Um, You're too yeah. funny. Well, it's... A- some call it funny. Some call it procrastination or <laughs> ruining your life by not getting things done. Uh. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's fine. Um, <laughs> welcome to our listeners. Welcome to the Queendom, the best listening community in all of podcasts. We're so happy to have you here for another week. We're happy to finish out the year with you. This is a crazy month. There's so much going on with K-pop. We've had a few big shows. So thank you so much for tuning in and coming back. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. We're so happy to have you. Hopefully you like what you hear. New episodes come out every Friday morning, Eastern time. And if you like to connect with us, give us a follow on social media, NYC K-pop Queens. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We post different content on both. So if you're really vibing with us, maybe follow us on both. And also don't be shy to say hi. Slide into those DMs. Let us know who your favorite group is, where you're from. We love connecting with our listeners, and we're doing this because we love K-pop and we're passionate about it. So we we want to be friends. Uh, please don't be shy. We always appreciate you reaching out. Speaking of the queendom, let's get to some poll results, Charity. Okay. It's Hanukkah week. It's Christmas week. The holidays are here. A lot of K-pop content around the holidays. So we have a few questions about that. But before we get to those, we have to talk about last week. Last week was the NKQ Awards. Like Charity said, the biggest event in all of K-pop. Um, mm-hmm. Huge, huge event this year. It was just mind-blowing how big it was. <laughs> but uh, our Artist of the Year, it was Stray Kids. Stray Kids won Artist of the Year for two years in a row. Listeners of the podcast probably weren't surprised. Charity and I have been really impressed with them and their releases. But we asked you, who's your Artist of the Year? Okay, so here are some of the responses. Stray Kids, we've had a, we had a... A few Stray Kids fans with us, Charity. Uh, we also have Old School pushing for EXO. Listen to EXO the most. They want EXO to win it. I'm not mad at that. We have to have a release to review. We need some music to give someone that. That's kind of the criteria. And Stray Kids put out so much content. But we're really excited about this EXO comeback next year. Mm-hmm. Bake's going to be back in like 46 days. Not that I'm counting, but I am. <laughs> yeah, you never know. 2023, EXO is coming back with a vengeance and we're ready for it. We also heard 17. And I think that's really valid. 17 had a huge yeah. year. They're amazing performers, good songs. I'm with all of those choices, but obviously Stray Kids, that's who we picked. But thank you guys for chiming in on that one. I think we got it right, Charity, but you know, it's a matter of personal so. taste. 
I, I know so. <laughs> it's, I love that I'm like, it's a matter of personal taste. I know we got it right. <laughs> no, Emily Stray Kids is the right answer. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, we're very different people. <laughs> it's why it works. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Uh, When it comes to December releases, so I mentioned, I think December is the busiest time in K-pop. But for so many of us, it's also the busiest time in your personal life. It's like you have the holidays. If you're in school, you have finals. With work, you've got year-end stuff. There's just a lot, you know, going on. Holiday parties, travel. So I always find this time of the year a little bit overwhelming for K-pop because there's so much coming out. And then everyone puts out Christmas songs on top of it. And it's like, oh my goodness, award shows, Christmas songs. How do we keep up charity? So we asked you guys, when it comes to December releases, would you prefer your favorites put out holiday music or new, you know, regular music? What's your thought on this, Charity? Holiday music for two reasons. One, because I love Christmas. And two, because I'm so busy with all like family stuff, travel, baking, wrapping presents, all that stuff that I would have so much FOMO if regular releases came out and I wouldn't have time to properly absorb them. So I prefer holiday releases. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your, in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, oh, yeah, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Me, me, me. Yo, look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We going to have this, like. Me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this shit. I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. I gotta lie, don't play with it. Take that shit serious. Disagree, disagree, hard disagree. Because can you properly absorb the holiday releases? I feel like for every holiday that release comes out, I maybe like one out of ten of them. I think it's rare that I'm like, this is the best song ever. There's a lot of similar stuff. And I always think, did we really need this? Like, is this a great song or is this just kind of fluff that they're throwing out? Um, and because there's so much to sift through, I would like a really solid regular release. Also, as like a break from all of the holiday stuff, just to dive in mm. to like music from my faves. So I'm going to go with regular music. Queendom is with us. This is split down the middle, Charity. 50%, wow. 50%. So our Queendom, they vibe with us. A half agree with Charity, half agree with me. Thank you guys for voting for that one. There's no right or wrong answer on these. Just our opinion. Sticking with the holidays. Do you make a Christmas K-pop playlist, Charity? No, I just go find one someone else has made and listen to it. Perfect. I actually have made a K-pop Christmas playlist before, but I haven't made one for a couple years. So we asked Queendom, do you guys make one? And 69% of you said, no, you don't make one. 31% do. So I get that. Yeah. But I think it's nice to kind of curate your own favorite songs. I always point people in the direction of EXO. I think they make... Oh, yeah. For me, they made the best Christmas a K-pop Christmas album. And that's kind of always where I go. And then I just let it play and whatever plays next. I'm like, oh, this is a good one. Yeah, yeah, same. (laughs) And there's a lot of good ones. It's just that every group, every artist feels they have to put stuff out. I don't know if we need that. I don't know. I'm a little torn on it. But 
We're going to talk about some Christmas songs this evening. Before we do, it's time for some Queendom shout outs. We see where you're listening from every week. We're lucky enough to have amazing K-pop fans from around the world check out our podcast every week. So massive shout out to all of you for listening. We do appreciate each and every one of you and we see you. Quick shout outs to our Queendom in Austin, Texas, Union, New Jersey, Baltimore, Maryland, Santa Rita, Guam, Delta, British Columbia, Vienna, Austria. Shout out to our friends in London, uh, Cancun, Mexico, Quebec City, Quebec. And we want to give a massive shout out to our Queendom member, Kai. Kai graduated college a few days ago. Congrats. Huge achievement. And we're so excited. We're so happy for you. Shout out to you. Shout out to all the graduates. If you're in school right now and you're pushing through your last semester, good luck. Keep going. It's hard. It's so freaking hard. But you will have a sense of accomplishment. It's totally worth it. If anyone that gets through it, we are so proud of you. Congratulations. Congratulations, Kai. We love you. We're rooting for you in your next chapter. Let's get to a charity. It's time to get yeah. this episode. NCT Dream. We've talked about the NCT men many times on this show. NCT Dream, it's a seven-member group that debuted in 2016 on SM Entertainment. They brought kind of a surprise. They announced this a couple weeks ago. Here it is. It's a winter special mini album entitled Candy. There's six songs. The single Candy may sound familiar to a lot of us K-pop lovers. Uh, Mm -hmm. This was originally done by H.O.T., the OGs of K-pop boy groups. They came out in 1996 on SM Entertainment. You'll know this song. Even if you don't think you do, you do. Charity, what did you think of NCT Dream's version of Candy? I love that they kept the 90s like hip-hop vibe to it. I'm glad they didn't mm-hmm. try to change it too much because I love retro like R&B and hip-hop. It's just it's a fun, upbeat song, and it just really puts you in a happy mood. It has a really catchy melody and chorus. My favorite, though, were the harmonies between Haitian yes. and Chen Li and Haitian and Jisung in the bridge. I'm like, what? So wasn't that so good? Like, I know I, I wrote the Haitian, same note. I wrote the same note. Right? <laughs> like, these harmonies. Haitian is a star. So he is just. Their vocal line is phenomenal, but I agree with you. I wrote the same note. Those harmonies that those guys did, so beautiful, so perfect. To be honest, at first, I was like, why do we need this? Why do we need a remake of a song from 1996? But I understand, and I understand why Like, this is such a legendary K-pop song. It's Mm -hmm. so catchy. Very, very bubblegum pop, but there was kind of that signature NCT Dream touch sprinkled in. Slightly Mm -hmm. different arrangement, nothing too crazy. They didn't change it too much, which I really appreciate. And like you said, the harmony is so beautiful. There's something about this song. Even if you're like, no, I don't know. By the end of it, you're going to love it. It'll be in your head all day. It is so catchy. I love the song. And I think it's actually smart for SM to bring attention to it again. You know, Mm -hmm. they didn't see the need to reinvent the wheel. Let's just do the song that we produced in 1996 with these guys. It'll be a hit again. And it is. <laughs> what did you think of the music video? I love it. I love this yeah, video. Yeah. It's so bright. It's so happy. The styling is adorable. I really like the styling. And I think it's cool that they did nods to the original. They've got this fluffy <gasps> yeah. mittens. Yeah. They've got mm-hmm. the fluffy hats. I think it's it's cute and it's smart. But I liked the styling overall. I love the visuals in this music video. I think it's really bright and fun. 
I'm guessing Jamin looks phenomenal in that red outfit with goggles. Ooh, thank you to the stylist for that. He it continues <laughs> to kill it. The whole thing really works. It's fun. It's lighthearted. It's kind of just a nice surprise from them. What did you think? Yeah, very similar notes. Um, I think they just kind of added a modern flair to the original, especially with the styling. You know, mm-hmm. the mittens, the overalls, the poofy hats and stuff. I like that they played into the nostalgia because people love nostalgia. Like it's a way to feel connected to our past or even if it's not your past, like you weren't born yet. It's just a, a way to feel connected to something that happened, you know, like it's a way yeah. for us to all feel connected. Um, I love the bright colors, the cute little animation graphics that they use. It kind of popped around the screen. The choreography was really fun. I love that they added in like decorating the Christmas tree. They look just so comfy, cozy, especially when they're decorating the tree, which I loved. I was like, can I come help you? <laughs> super. It was super cute without being like too Christmassy. Yeah, it was a holiday release. So it was cute, yeah. fun, lighthearted. I think it worked. But then they gave us five more songs. <gasps> yes. So let's talk about the album. What song stood out to you? Okay. I loved Tangerine Love, parentheses favorite. And that was my favorite song. And I love okay. Moon. What'd you like? Okay. I liked Graduation and I liked Moon. So okay, talk to us about Tangerine Love. Okay, this is actually my favorite song on the album. They always kill like the retro R&B sound, which I love. The song has like such a groove to it. But my man Haitian hitting those high notes in the bridge and his little ad libs, I'm like, bring it to me. Yes, I loved it. Immediately add to playlist. (laughs) What about you? What was your other song? I liked Graduation. Yeah, because I liked um, Ren Jun's emotional delivery of that first line sucked me in. I think he is just... He's so good at kind of emoting and connecting to a song. Mm -hmm. It's a heartfelt song about graduation. Speaking of graduates and shouting Mm -hmm. out Kai, it's this heartfelt song about graduation and growing up. And I think there's something really cool with NCT Dream where they're okay being their age. Yeah. These are young guys. And there's a lot that you might think, oh, that's too cutesy. They're young. They're, They're young. And it's okay to kind of not be in a rush to grow up. There's something really refreshing about that and in the mm-hmm. pop space, in the pop music space, and definitely in the K-pop space where you see 14-year-olds debuting to kind of sexual songs. It's nice to have these guys who don't shy away from singing grown-up songs and you know being these hot young guys, but they're not scared to go the other direction and embrace mm-hmm. where they are in life and their ages and I like that. I think we need kind of more of that sometimes in K-pop because there's always that rush to grow up and you have your whole life to be an adult. You have your whole life. You have your whole life to be an adult and be that person. You have a very short period of time to be a teenager and to be a college kid Mm -hmm. and to just like accept that part of your life. So yeah, I like that they embraced it. And, And just vocally, I thought it was a nice song. Let's talk about Moon. Let's talk about Moon because we both picked it. So something here really stood out for us. Why did you pick Moon? It was such a beautiful piano ballad. And Mm. we know the vocal line can sing their butts off. Yes. But can we talk about the rap line vocal kings in this song? Mark with that ridiculous falsetto. Yep, 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 yep. The rappers can sing. Talk about what vocal threats. Like, not only can they rap, but 
it's not often a rapper can hit a falsetto like that. I was like, go off, Mark. I loved it. I just love that they all vocally got to shine. And they weren't like, we need a rap here because you didn't. And they didn't do that. Exactly. You don't need a rap in every song. And the sad thing is, I think with so many of these K-pop groups, people with a lower voice are relegated to being rappers. Mm -hmm. They might not have been rappers coming in. And you see that in times like this. You see that with groups like Monsta X, where I am and Jew Honey can really sing. Mm -hmm. I have the same notes. I thought um, Jisung, I want to give a shout out to him. His voice is so nice in Moon. Mm -hmm. He has such an interesting tone. I always think I want to hear more from him. I get it, though. Their vocal line is so strong. But I love I love his tone and my ear perks up every time he sings. And then those rappers. Speaking of vocals, I wrote the exact same note when Mark Lee <laughs> did that falsetto. Are you are you kidding me, Mark? Like right? I need Mark to just stop. He's in every single group on the planet. I know. Mark is in every single group. Like <laughs> you guys, if you don't know, Mark's in NCT Dream, NCT127, Super M. He does solo stuff. Like this is definitely the hardest working guy right now at SM. NCTU. Oh, NCTU. And, you know, obviously Haitians and 127 and Dream yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, he's busy. But Mark, Mark's insane. He's an amazing, talented guy and still surprising us after all these years. It's also really crazy for me to think this group debuted in 2016. They were so young. They were so, so young. Because I still look at them as like the babies. These are our babies. And it's like, What? Are our babies growing up? K-pop will humble you. K-pop will humble you. K-pop reminds you that time is passing. Because when those military enlistments come up, it's like, what? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yikes. Or things like this, when NCT Dream has been around for longer than we remembered. (laughs) Um, I thought this was a nice project. It's a nice project. I'm sure the fans love it. They gave some great new songs. They did a really fun cover of a legendary K-pop song. Mm -hmm. And with so many new fans coming into K-pop, what a great way to introduce them to this song, you know? Yeah. It's kind of a nod to the history of the genre, which I'm always a fan of. So yeah, great project. Congratulations, NCT Dream. Should we maybe play a clip, Charity? I think we should. Yeah, let's listen to this. Let's play a clip. This is Candy, originally done by H.O.T., this is NCT Dream's latest version. Such a fun song. I really, really like it. It's fun. It's upbeat. Before we move on from NCT Dream, remind everyone of your bias and record. Did anything change, Charity? No, nothing's changed. Still, my man Haitian is my bias and Gino is my record. What about you? Yeah, nothing's changed. Jamin, bias, 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 and Geno, record. I always, I always say Gino. I want to say Gino. 
I, I know it's not pronounced that way, guys, but it's just how do you say it? Is it Geno? Geno. Oh my God, but we've been saying it wrong I've like the whole time, G- right? Well, because it's spelled oh like God. Americans would read it, Gino, but okay. technically it's Geno. We we understand that we're pronouncing it wrong, and we'll try to remember to pronounce it right. <laughs> but it's it's you know old habits die hard. But uh, he's definitely Rucker. That nothing's changed. Okay, Geno, got it. Yep. Let's move on, but we're going to stay in the holiday spirit. We have three new songs to review. Charity, I think it's um it's feeling Christmassy around here. What do you think? Is that sleigh bells I hear? Santa's coming, everyone. He is. He's here. <laughs> You're like a little kid, so and I'm like, oh, yeah, Santa's here. <laughs> yeah, I guess Santa's here, kids. It's a fun time. I'm legitimately five forever when it comes yeah, to Christmas. Charity's like, anyway. it's sleigh bells. I'm like, all right, cool. All right. Well, let's get these songs. Really in the Christmas spirit over here. I'm like the Grinch all of a sudden. Um. Oh, goodness. Okay. Let's get to it. We've got new Christmas songs. The first one we're going to talk about, speaking of SM, Two of SM's power groups combined to do a Christmas song called Beautiful Christmas. We're talking about the ladies of Espa and Red Velvet. What did you think? I think it's very cute. I mm-hmm. think it's very cute. I think it's a very cute song. It's fun. And I love the little ad libs and the little like kind of talking sassy parts. Like, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I love, I love winter. Like, it's so cute. Full of personality. Of course, the Christmas bells are a nice touch. The chorus is my favorite part. It's really a happy Mm -hmm. Christmas song. Bridge gives them a chance to show off those vocals. Mm -hmm. I love the bridge. I love the part at the beginning when Irene starts to the ladies. And they're like, I'm wishing you a Merry Christmas. (laughs) And they do like to the (laughs) fellas. And they're like, oh, yeah. All of the like call and response is so cute and fun and just made me smile. And then Wendy gets to go off and show her vocals. I thought Ning Ning mm-hmm. killed it. The song just made me smile. I just thought, yeah, this is great. This is fun. It's full of attitude and sass. I'm a fan of both these groups. So maybe that's why it resonated with me. But I just, I thought it was fun. What did you think? I have very similar notes. I love the like jazzy kind of upbeat sound. The more jazzy piano, the big band sounding horns are really fun. I like the tempo changes. It's super catchy. It gets you in such a festive mood. But my favorite were Wendy and Ning Ning and the Bridge. Yes. Really, they are insane vocalists. Oh, my God. This was a collab I didn't know that I needed, and I'm so glad they did it. Same. Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's either for me, like, did did anyone ask for this? Why are they doing this? Or, wow, I didn't realize how great this was and how much we needed it. This one falls into that category. It's just a fun song. What did you think of the music video? Oh my God, I loved it. It gives me all my favorite things. It's cozy, it's fun, it's cute. I love the white tree with the pink lights and I loved how cozy, sulky, and winter looked in front of the fireplace. I love the wintry scene where they're all dancing together. My favorite though was the um, sexy Santa outfits, which kind of reminded me of the iconic scene in Mean Girls. Yep. Which I loved. I'm like, oh my God, I need that outfit. But what did you think? Yeah, this is exactly what you picture when you hear the song. Yes. I agree with you. It's great styling. I loved those Mean Girl Santa outfits. Same notes. The outside snow outfits were cute too. 
Like I thought they mm-hmm. all looked really pretty. It was really complimentary to every member, which is hard when you have that many that many ladies together. There were nine girls to style and they did a great job. Cute choreography. I thought the choreography was great. I liked watching them dance together. I thought Karina obviously stood out. She's showing some it girl status. Ning Ning mm-hmm. looked really confident. I love watching Ning Ning perform and my eye goes to her quite a bit in group numbers. She's very confident and like, mm-hmm. you know, she just has a little extra spunk and you notice her. I love Wendy's hair. I thought Wendy looked great. And then we all know Irene is Queen Bee. There's no question. Yeah. Even in this group. There she is. There's our Queen Bee. We see you. We love you. Uh, so I, I loved the video. I thought it was great. Should we play a clip? Oh, let's play a clip. It's time to get in the Christmas spirit. It's time to listen to some more bells. <laughs> this is Beautiful <laughs> Christmas from Espa and Red Velvet. Such a fun Christmas song. I really like it. Super fun. It fits the bill of like what one of these K-pop mm-hmm. Christmas releases should be. It's just a really, really nice release. Congratulations to the ladies of SM, Espa, and Red Velvet. Let's move on. We have more Christmas releases to review. Mm-hmm. This one is a compilation from artists from C9. So C9, that label and entertainment agency, put together some artists. There's a few songs, but we decided to pick one that had the most K-pop groups. So it's called Merry Merry Christmas, Yunha, CIX, Signature, Epics, and Lee Sukun. Right? Yes. Okay. I think I, I think I have everyone. Charity, what did you think of Merry Merry Christmas? Um, and not reinventing the wheel. It's cute. It's uplifting. Um, I love, you know, the sleigh bells, the big orchestra music and the intro. And I like how it kind of goes into that Christmassy melody. I really loved Yoonha's high note in the bridge. I wasn't familiar with her, but I was like, wow, mm. boy, she can sing. Uh, what did mm-hmm. you think? Yeah, I think this is okay, but nothing stands out. So unfortunately, yeah. I would have to put it in the release side of like, did we need this? Mm-hmm. And, <sighs> it's okay. The call response part was a little weird. I guess they were trying to sound like carolers, and I'm not sure if it totally yeah. connected. And I think with so many Christmas songs, you have to differentiate yourself a little bit. I agree with you. Like, the bridge was nice, but I will say some of the ad-libs towards the end didn't totally work for me, and I would have liked more harmonies in the chorus. Mm-hmm. You had a chance to do some nice harmonizing with all of those groups and those voices, and I just didn't hear it. So it's not a horrible song, but this isn't going to go on a Christmas playlist for me. Yeah, I honestly, with that many members, although I feel like NCTU does it so well, so forget I was going to say that because I was going to say with that many people, but... They do it well, and this is, yeah. All right, well then, forget that. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. What did you think of the music video? I think it's fine. You know, it's cute. It's very wholesome. I liked the Mm -hmm. styling. I thought it was really, like, kind of warm, Christmas-themed. 
a lot of sweaters. It, it was really, it was a wholesome look and it was very cozy. It was nice to see them all in the same room together, having fun. So mm-hmm. I think it achieved what it needed to um, for the song and for kind of the family Christmas vibe that the label was going for. What did you think? Yeah, it's exactly what you would expect. You know, they're decorating tree, decorating cookies, decorating a cake. They all are wearing a different version of like this gray school uniform with Christmassy green and red accent colors. So they looked very unified because they all had on similar outfit. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing, nothing crazy different. Just what you expect for a song like this, honestly. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like we're both kind of on the same page with this one. Yeah. Why don't we play play a clip? Yeah, let's play a clip so Queendom can hear what we're talking about. This is called Merry, Merry Christmas, and it's artists from C9. It's fine. It's nothing, you know, crazy, amazing, but, you know, it's a cute Christmas song. It is what it is. Exactly. It's not a bad song. I just wanted something maybe a little different to spice it up uh, and some more harmonies would have been nice in that chorus. We've got another one. Christmas time isn't over. The mm-hmm. ladies of NMix released a song called Funky Glitter Christmas. Let's talk about this one, Charity. Yes. What did you think? It's fun. This is sassy yeah. Christmas. These girls are bringing sass. A lot of like, oh, yes. It's yeah, funny yeah. because I feel like Red Velvet and Espa were really sassy. And then Enmix just like took it to the next level. Similar to Beautiful Christmas, the chorus of Funky Glitter Christmas is my favorite part. I, mm-hmm. I loved the horns. Anytime you put horns in a song like this, yeah, it's funky. Bring it. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's high energy. It's fun. And I loved when they were talking about what they wanted for Christmas. And, the, and they go, and a big party. Yes. This is, it's <laughs> yeah. so cute. It's so fun. It's sassy. Like, I didn't know I loved sassy Christmas songs until this week. And now I'm like, <laughs> well, we need more sass in this Christmas song. Like, <laughs> uh, and interestingly, I haven't been a massive fan of a lot of NMix's releases. I think they're talented, but the production of the songs has Mm -hmm. kind of just not been my thing. It hasn't resonated. I loved this song. I loved it. This is my favorite NMIX song. Uh, So whatever they did on this one really worked. I think it's great. What did you think? Very similar notes. I'm like, finally, we get to hear the girls actually sing without crazy over-distracting production and abrupt transitions. Yes. It's upbeat. It's bubbly. I love the piano and horns. And of course, we have some sleigh bells. The song does have tempo changes, but it's cohesive and it works well. It doesn't feel so abrupt like their past releases. I love how they incorporate the melodies of like the classic Christmas songs like Fa La 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 and Joy to the World. I thought that was so clever how they seamlessly Mm -hmm. mixed in those melodies into the song without it feeling weird. I yeah. finally love yeah. an Enmix song. I love it. It was so great. I'm like, this is how you Agreed. have to do all their songs, right? I so completely. Good. We're on the same page tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, this is so yeah. good. And I've I felt bad because I think they're really pretty. They have a lot going for them performance-wise. 
I just haven't enjoyed the songs, mm-hmm. but I'm always looking at them, you know, and I, this is a win for them coming off of Ginny leaving the group, putting out a great song. Yeah. It's a good way for it to move forward with the personnel you have now. And they sounded great. It was a great song. I loved it. Let's talk about the music video. What did you think of the music video? I thought it was really cute. It shows the girls getting ready to go to a party, of course, um, and then kind of dancing and having fun at the party. The styling was really cute, very useful. My favorite, there were like the blue and green colored ones. Mm-hmm. It was like very winter colored, but not yes. like Christmas. I thought that was smart. It just looked really fun. I'm like, I want to go to this party. What did you think? Yeah, they looked fresh, young. Um, it was really yeah. cute, fun, quirky. I liked the little animation Mm -hmm. stuff thrown in. I thought that was a fun element. There were less traditional Christmas vibes, like you mentioned with the styling, really in the whole music video. It was more of like throwing a glittery holiday party, and there's definitely Mm -hmm. room for that. So I think that was a smart way to approach it. They gave us something a little different than a traditional Christmas song. It's fun. It's really fun. And I felt felt their personalities in this one. This just felt like it really worked for everyone involved. So... Yeah, yeah, I liked the music video, loved the song. Why don't we play a clip for the Queendom? Yes. This is a fun one. Get ready, get those glitter glitter Christmas shoes <laughs> ready, everyone, because we're going to have a funky glitter Christmas. This is the latest from Nmix. Oh my God, such a fun song. And I'm so glad that I finally love one of their songs because they are so talented. Yeah, just stick with this production team. You don't need to add too many thousand whistles for these girls. Yes, yes. Everything Charity said, agreed. Uh, This was a great, (laughs) great release. And it's fun to review Christmas songs. We got some good ones this year. Yeah. Is there a specific like K-pop Christmas song that you always play? Let's talk about a little bit. Let's talk about these other Christmas songs um, from this year or from other years that are your favorite. Like you said, Miracles in December XO album. Christmas Day from that album is legit iconic. Uh, That's like my go-to, honestly. I love Christmas Day. Uh, the yeah. first snow from that album is gorgeous. That's like yeah, perfect for yeah. the first snow. It's very romantic. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I love Miracles in December. Even like the sad instrumental version is so yeah. gorgeous. My turn to cry. That's a that's a good one. Uh, maybe not for everyone on Christmas, but <laughs> that whole album is so so good. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that I'm like obsessed with. Obviously, uh, Christmas, Christmas Evil obviously duh felix never bad uh stray kids put out a banger last year that was insane so good it was like the best song ever i like merry and happy by twice um yes yeah christmasy by the boys is a good one like Mm -hmm. white night by nct 127 i don't know if that's specifically christmas but i always go to that one it has kind of this winter warm love feeling uh yeah so that kind of works you could do like Crystal Snow by BTS. There's a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're just oh, looking Christmas. to get into like a traditional Christmas mood, go to that EXO album. It will not let you yeah. down. Yeah. It will not. 
Well, let's move on, but we're not going to stay too far away from Christmas because Mm -hmm. it's time for our favorite segment of the show. Charity knows what it is. Queendom knows what it is. I know what it is. And of course, Bang Chan from Stray Kids knows what it is. It's quiz time. Christmas. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Okay. This week's quiz, we're sticking with this Christmas theme. It's Christmas week. Uh, Which male K-pop star will be waiting to surprise you on Christmas morning? How fun is this? Dreams come true. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like this is, yep. Tell me, because I will be waiting. I'm going to be sitting by that door just... Dressed up. Ooh, I'm nervous. Who's it going to be? Um, if, if you'd like to play along with us, there is a link in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. So click on the link. You can play while you're listening. Also, head over to Twitter. We post the quiz every Friday, and we love to see your results because sometimes, like last week, we will answer everything differently. Maybe one mm-hmm. answer was the same, and we get the same results. And last yeah. week, we were all fashion icons except for one person. So... That quiz did not knock it out of the park. Hopefully today we get some variety. No. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you've got to let us know. You've got to let us know what you got. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens, and comment underneath that post. Are you ready, Charity? I'm ready. Question number one. Which wrapping paper is your favorite? So I'll describe mm. these. The first one, it looks like kind of a traditional Santa, but he's smiling. The second one, it's snowflakes. It's blue and white snowflakes the third one i think it's like cats and dogs wearing christmas hats mm-hmm. then you have snowflakes with more um more colors so you've got pinks and oranges and purples in there and then you just have like a really cute snowman with some snowflakes behind him then you have white with gold stars then you have one that says like tis the season to be jolly and there's a lot going on and like kind of traditional christmas colors and then you have bacon bacon wrapping paper. (laughs) I think I'm going to go with Tis the Season to be Jolly wrapping paper. That looks fun. I'm going to go with those cute Santas, the first one. Okay. Uh, Now your favorite holiday treat. Candy canes, sugar cookies, Christmas pudding, eggnog, fudge, turin. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. A hot chocolate or a fruitcake. I will say sugar cookies not to brag, but I do make the best sugar cookies. It's a family recipe. They're never hard. They've got this like softness to them mm. as they cool. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. dope. What's yours? Um, I love sugar cookies, but uh, for the sake of being different, and I also do love this. I didn't like it when I was little, but now as an adult, I love fruitcake. I do. Uh. <laughs> I do. It's Dirty. so good. I'm that whole the other day. That whole list, there's one that I'm like, well, no one's going to pick that. Well, surprise, surprise. Your best friend did. Your best friend did. <laughs> opposite, opposite. Opposite, opposite. She also loves candy corn. Eats that like a fiend. I don't hate I do. it, but again, who's going to pick that if there's like a million other candies, Charity? This is the, this is how unique she is, you guys. <laughs> Okay. Uh, What's the perfect way to spend a snowy day? Building a snowman, a snowball fight, reading by the fire, making and eating delicious treats, singing carols around the tree, shoveling your neighbor's walkway, watching movies, or sledding. I gotta say watching movies. Yeah, that's the go-to, but to be different, because I really want different results. I'll say sledding. Okay. 
Which Christmas tree is your favorite? The first one has lots of bright colors and giant ornaments. They almost look like, what is it, like flowers? Or they must look like fans shapes? or flowers. Yeah. And they're like like pink and like and lime green, turquoise. Yeah. The next one is basically a white Christmas tree and it looks like a snowman. The head on it is a snowman instead of a star. Then we have a more traditional looking tree. It, it's green. It has red are those bows? Uh, no, Flowers, I think that's just garland. I think it's garland? I think it's like oh, garland. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to see. It's so small. It's just like some red garland. Yeah. yeah. Then we have another green tree. It has white and darker green and gold ornaments. Then we have more of a Charlie Brown tree. It's very sparse yeah, with a few Brown. random ornaments on it. And lastly, we have a bunch of books shaped into a tree shape with a star and lights are on it. Very cool. Very unique. But I'm going to go traditional. I'm going to go choice number three. It has just kind of traditional different ornaments. That's my choice. Okay. I like that one too. Um, I'm also going to pick more traditional one, but the other one, the one that's the gold and the green and the uh, mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to pick an ornament to put on our tree. The first one is a, it looks like a lab, like a golden lab with a Santa hat. The next one is maybe like a snowman playing a guitar. Next, we have a heart and it says love. Then we have one that's like a bowl of ramen, a video game controller, a music note, a skateboard, or just a regular bulb. I'm going to pick a regular bulb. Okay. To be different, I'll pick the dog one because I do have ornaments like with my dog's picture Mm -hmm. and ones that look like him. Yeah. Which present would you love to get for Christmas? Uh, A dog? headphones journals it looks like a t-shirt that says i enjoy long romantic walks to the fridge candy um a video game system. nintendo switch a nintendo switch with okay games. nintendo switch okay <laughs> um is that an ipad or an iphone i can't iphone tell iphone, iPhone. Uh, or red roses i'm a dog like duh yeah i i'm gonna go with candy then i think which career would you rather have? There's three choices, Charity. Hmm. Actor, dancer, or a singer slash rapper. I'm going to say actor. I'm going to say a singer or rapper. And finally, which of the following is your favorite male K-pop group? 17, XO, Monster X, 101, Super Junior, Big Bang, GOT7, or BTS? This is a hard one. I'm a big fan of many of the groups on this, but I'm going to go with Monster X. Yeah, I got to go with them too. Hopefully this doesn't make us have the same result. Oh, please no, please no. Okay. Who did you get? Okay, who did you get? I got Suho. (gasps) Jealous. Okay, I didn't get him. Read the description. Okay, it says you got the kind and gentlemanly (gasps) Suho of XO. With Suho, you won't have to worry about a thing. He's got the whole day fully planned with fun things and will treat you like a gentleman, making this a Christmas you won't easily forget. Sign me up. First of all, I am really jealous because I have, some of you may know, I have fallen for Suho this year. That's one of my favorite albums. Like, I think he's so talented. Like, I've really been rewatching EXO content, being like, I can't believe I never noticed Suho. Like, I'm obsessed with him. He's going to come to your house on Christmas? That is rude. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> Suho, what the heck? I am now. This result has really bothered me quite a bit, dear Charity. But maybe you'll be feeling the same way when you hear who I got. <laughs> no. 
Oh, I got God Sevens, Jackson. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. You got God Sevens entertaining and wacky member, Jackson. There won't be a dull moment the whole day with Jackson by your side. Because doesn't everybody secretly hope to get a puppy for Christmas? Yes, I do. And so they're saying Jackson's that puppy. Bring it. I'm very <sighs> excited. So I guess. Can we switch? I don't, I don't know. Because I, I am like, oh, Jackson would be really fun at Christmas. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy with my result. I would be thrilled if like I didn't know Suho was out there just going to somebody else somebody's house for Christmas and it wasn't me. But it's fine. Like, you know, I'm I'm late to the party on him. I totally understand. Um, maybe you guys will just be friends and you can set your friend up. <laughs> with your tone, I thought you were gonna say show new and I was gonna lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if I did that? Twist. I'm not that upset. <laughs> Hmm. I would have gotten so mad. Hmm. Yeah, no. But I did get one that we both like. Yeah, yeah. That was actually a really fun quiz. We got different results. So let us know which male K-pop idol is showing up on your doorstep on Christmas. And let us know if it happens. You know, I believe in the power manifestation. Weirder things have happened. So, yeah. uh, Got to really work on that for 2023, you guys. It's going to be really (laughs) great. I think it's going to be a great year for me. You laugh now, Charity. We'll see where where we are in our Christmas episode 2023. All right. It's getting to that point of the night where I'm getting loopy. So that means we're going to get to the biggest segment of the show. That's right. 135 episodes. Charity and I have reviewed, what, hundreds, thousands of songs this year. Oh, God. More than I can count. Uh, yes, we review a lot of music here on the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast, and it's year-end. Everyone does a year-end list. We're going to bombard you with a year-end list, too. Hopefully, you enjoy it. Charity and I each have compiled our own list of our top 15 songs of 2022 and our top five albums. As I mentioned in the intro, this was painstaking. This is so hard. Mm-hmm. I always regret it afterwards. Like, no, I should have put that song in, or, oh, I don't know. It's so, so hard. I think I could do legitimately like at least i'll be real this morning i had 31 songs on my list i think like 30 might be the the number that i'd be more comfortable with (laughs) Uh, but narrowed it down and we're gonna give our list i think the way we should do this is we each should just do it i think when we go back and forth sometimes it's like a little hard to keep track yeah so yeah charity i am gonna ask you to go first okay i'm interested in how many let's guess how many we're gonna have that are the same um, four. I guess four. I guess three. Okay, let's do okay, it. Okay, this is in no particular order. Okay, because I can't. I can't bear to order them because that's too hard. Yeah. Um. Okay. Shut down. Blackpink. Mm. Rain by Kian. Go up by JB. Yun by RM and Erica Badu. Keep me up. Bi. Three Ratra. Stray Kids, that was obviously three retro of Stray Kids. Hot by 17. Gotta Get Back, P1 Harmony and Pink Sweats. Mm. Blow, Jackson Wang. Fearless, La Seraphim. Good Boy Gone Bad by T by T. Anti Fragile by La Seraphim. INVU by Taeyon. Taste by Stray Kids, which was Felix. Lino and Hyunjin is a subunit. And lastly, and this one is number one. I didn't order the other ones. Maniac Stray Kids. Okay. Okay, What's your list? Just so you know, we have three. 
I was oh, right. You were right. We have okay, three songs. This is why the podcast works. Charity and I have such different tastes. We come together <laughs> for a few things, but we really, and what's funny is every single song you listed, I was like, I love that one. No, I should have put that one. <laughs> like great list, Charity. I love your list. You. Literally every song. Some of those are in my uh, honorable mentions that I took off last minute. Here's my list in no particular order. Blow, Jackson Wang. Morning Star, Suho. Call My Name, Pentagon. Forever One, Girls Generation, If With You, Monsta X, Gasoline, Key, Attention, New Jeans, Can't Stop Shining, Tempest, Maniac, Stray Kids, Stardust, Kian, Modern Life, Wusung, Blue Flame, La Seraphime, Arson, J-Hope, Taste by Stray Kids, and I was going so back and forth with P1 Harmony. I'm glad you picked the one with pink sweats. I put Doom to Doom by P1 Harmony. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Look at us. Even though we have different songs, we have a lot of the same artists. Yes, exactly. Yeah. La Seraphim, yeah. Kian, yeah. Uh, obviously Stray Kids, P1 Harmony. P1 Harmony. Yeah. We, had, we have a lot of similar ones, but a lot, and a lot of different ones. So it just yeah. shows how yeah. kind of diverse K-pop is and how our tastes, you know, we run the gamut on this show. There were certain songs I picked, like I love Fearless and Antifragile by La Seraphim, but I wanted to get this B-side Blue Flame on there because I thought that was such mm-hmm. an interesting song yeah. and it always came back to you. Um, did you have any songs like that that you were like, I just have to get this one on here because I'm so passionate about it? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Probably, I mean, I love uh, I Envy You, but that's like a mm-hmm. pretty big song. I feel like mine are all... Uh... Maybe Keep Me Up. I really love that song. Yes. That was for the end of the year. Yeah. Um, so I love that one. Uh, Go Up, JB, another one. It's pretty, I don't think it would say it was that big, but it's. Uh, yeah, I it was really kind of slept on. It was kind of slept yeah. on. Yeah. I loved that one. That music video was really cute. Yeah, everything else I feel like was pretty. Most people listen, I feel like it's bigger with bigger people. Okay. Um, yeah, what about you? I feel like yours are, there's a few of slept on ones there. Yeah, I wanted to give credit. Like I thought about that Les Seraphim song. Like what are the songs that mm-hmm. maybe weren't the single, but I think are the best songs on the album or I just listened to. That's why Morning Star by Suho. I think that's an amazing song. Call mm-hmm. My Name by Pentagon is one of my favorite songs. If With You by Monsta X is obviously one of my favorite songs of the year. I think it's so brilliant. And that was for like the Universe app. Like it wasn't yeah. even on one of their albums. And it's such a great song. You know my boy's Tempest can't stop shining. It's on my happy playlist. It's my my treasure by treasure song. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite songs. I still listen to that song almost every day. Can't <laughs> stop shining. Tempest. That's the their little brother now. That song plays a lot on my playlist. Uh, Kian Stardust. I loved Stardust. I loved everything Kian did this year. I mean, he won yeah. Male Artist of the Year last week at the NKQ Awards. Modern Life by Woosung, I think, is brilliant. Obviously, Arson by J Hope. Oh, oh, yeah. It's done. Let's one. burn. A lot was said during that. <laughs> and yeah. I think like P1 Harmony, Doom to Doom was really popular. That was a single. I'm so happy you picked their collaboration with Pink Sweats. Got to get back. That's one I of the best song. songs. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. And then obviously we both picked Taste by Stray Kids. <laughs> the Taste. It's it's a song. It's just brilliant. Maniac. We both picked that as song of the year. You can't like I can't argue any song against that one i'm with you and then obviously blow by jackson wang brilliant yeah 
These are all just amazing songs. We'll be sure to make a playlist with these songs and compile a list so you guys can see each of our lists in front of you. That'll be on Twitter and Instagram. So don't worry, you don't have to keep track. But these are good lists this year. I think we did a really good job. Yeah. Look a lot of us. different artists, different groups. Sorry, I'm going to do this, but here's some honorable mentions that I took off last minute. Just to let you know where my head was. Obviously, Love Dive. The reason I didn't put it on was because it's on every list. It's win- winning song of the year. We all know that was one of the best yeah. songs of the year. Um, I loved opening sequence, T by T, Slow Mo by Bam Bam, Driver, SF9, Talk That Talk Twice, INVU, Shadow by 17, Dice by Onu, Pirates by Extraordinary Heroes, The Game by Pentagon, But You by Icon, Survive the Night by The Boys. I could go on and on. There were so many good (laughs) songs that just didn't make that final cut, but I could easily switch so many good songs in K-pop in 2022. I can't imagine what we're going to get in 2023, but you know it's going to be fire. It's going to be amazing. Let's move on to our albums of the year. I think we'll probably have one that's the same. Okay. Okay. What do you think? think? I think we might have two. Okay. 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 Should I go first since you went first yeah, for songs? Yeah, you should go first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My albums of the year, Ordinary by Stray Kids, Jack in the Box, J-Hope, Forever One, the seventh album by Girls Generation, Invite You by Pentagon, and my man, Gray Suit, Suho. We have two of the same. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're right. Okay. Right when you said that, I was like, I, I know what the other one is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I envy you the third album by Taeyeon. I freaking love that album. It was earlier this year, but I just love that. I love her. Uh, Jack in the box, J-Hope. Although I didn't gravitate to like playing his songs over and over again on, I didn't have it in my top 15. It definitely honorable mention arson. I love that. But just this album just blew me away. So it has mm-hmm. to be on the mm-hmm. list. Um, mm-hmm. Lost and Found, Jackson Wang. We cannot forget mm. that album. In mm. my bed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maxident, Stray Kids. Loved it. Love Stray mm-hmm. Kids. Uh, Ordinary, Stray Kids. Okay, so, you put them both in. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> did, yes, it's I, hard to go against it. It's hard to go against yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's understandable. Right when you said we have two of the same, I knew it was going to be Jack in the Box because we both gave that (laughs) such high reviews. We were both so excited about it. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And I agree with you. It's not, if you listen to my most played album, it would be Ordinary Stray Kids or Invite You Pentagon. But Mm -hmm. Jack in the Box, it's a game changer. He came out and just gave us something that we weren't expecting. Just an absolute superstar. And he had a lot of substance. He had a lot to say Mm -hmm. and he really conveyed it with such emotion and power and his Lollapalooza performance, his oh, yeah. mama performance. Like he is a superstar, superstar. We always knew J-Hope was talented and he was great, but this just gave me a whole different color of who he is. And I'm oh, so yeah. psyched. It's insane. Yeah. Um, obviously Stray Kids Ordinary. That was our album of the year at the NKQ Awards. That's hard to go against. I'm telling you guys, listen to Invite You by Pentagon. They are so slept on. It's a brilliant album. They write and produce most of the songs, if not all of them. They're amazing. Gray Suit by Suho. Morning Sun and Decanting. Oof, those are the songs. And then mm-hmm. Girls' Generation, I'm obsessed with. If I could be in any girl group, it would have been Girls' Generation. I think they're, <laughs> they're legit my favorite girl group ever. And they put out an amazing album. Huge comeback from them this year. So there's my thought process between behind my top five so fun i love doing those lists 
It, I get too stressed. <laughs> I get too stressed, you guys. It's so like, because it's just there's so many worthy <laughs> albums yeah, and songs yeah. and people that deserve it. And it's hard to kind of pick your own criteria. Am I picking the stuff I listened to the most? Am I picking the stuff that I thought was unique? Am I picking the song that I thought was like deserved better? You know, there's a lot that goes into compiling yeah, these lists. So yeah. hopefully uh, you guys vibe with both of our lists or at least one or one of them or you like a song or album uh we're interested to hear your feedback on our list we're going to be posting them on social media so let us know your top picks let us know your top five albums what are your 15 songs if you're a fan it's really interesting to sit down and start making a list and thinking about it yeah so feel free to share those with us because it's harder than you think (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's it. That's our year-end list. We did it. It's time to move on. The KBS Song Festival happened this past weekend. We just want to talk about it really quickly because it was one, it's themed. You always get some great like collabs and covers during this. And the theme this year was Y2K. So I just want to talk about a few performances. We're not going to do a giant breakdown. But Charity, what stood out to you during this? Um, well, my most favorite one was one us dancing to sexy back specifically oh, wow. because Lido, he needs to calm it down. Emily, the way that he threw his hat and then grind it in the air. And then the way he like unbuttoned his vest at the end. I'm like, this is like my fantasy magic mic performance right now. I didn't even look at the other two. I just was like looking at Lido the whole time. Queendom, are we surprised? Are we surprised out of all of these performances? The charity's first comment. Well, charity's good a charity. That's what we love about you. Wait, you liked it when the guy dry humped the air and took his shirt off? What? Charity. I am shocked. I'm like, it's like he knows what I want. It was amazing. Mm. It was the best. I also liked um, the boys doing no diggity. Uh, that was mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Hyunjin Han and Felix doing If I Had to Say. Your yes. man was literally living his best life with that choreography, especially those kicks. I was dying. I was like, this is Emily's soulmate because I can see right? Emily doing those kicks in a dance battle. No <laughs> question. The, all that choreography, I was like, yes. It was kind of nerdy and funny. And I was like, I'm living for this. <laughs> what were your standouts the same and they really they really committed to that trio yeah yeah. they committed and i want to give a shout out to their stylist because i did think that that was like y2k it kind of reminded me of stuff that like time actually boys used to wear uh Mm -hmm. five if you guys are familiar with five all of our uk queendom i I liked the styling i thought they like really they got it um but you're right the choreography was really it was great uh (laughs) the boys obviously i love that song no diggity i thought all three of them looked amazing the boys looked good and they were very swaggy very cool um same with one us obviously doing sexy back i would say with one us i would have liked more body rolls and i hated the fedoras um we didn't need fedoras (laughs) i loved it (laughs) I used to wear a fedora in the 2000s. Wow. I had one especially. Then I had a gray one, like pinstripe gray that I wore all the time when I went to the club. Stop. Charity. I did. Yay. I did. Okay. Well, then the fedoras worked because clearly like a lot of people, I do remember them, um, but I was just like, I don't think we yeah. need this for the sexy back performance. Um, I'll send you a picture after. I'll send you a picture of me in the fedora because I thought I looked so hot. I saved that picture. Charity, 
Uh, I'm not surprised by this at all. I'm like, I hate fedoras. Charity's like, I love them. They're the best hat that ever existed. Oh, y'all. Opposite, opposite. We are. That's why we, are we the, work. That's why we work. We're the odd couple over here. You thought they're wearing her fedoras. Um, yeah, I just oh didn't geez. love their styling for that song. I would, I would have done something different. I will say the boys' styling was gorgeous. Like they looked really handsome, and they were yeah, living. Yeah. Um, Juhyun, Sunwoo, and Q, they were living. Ooh, I'm not yeah. sure if the choreography was really choreography that you would see to No Diggity. I think they kind of just did yeah. their own thing. Um, but I didn't see a lot of retro inspiration as much as I wanted. But it was a great performance. I liked when Stray Kids obviously did the Case One Four Three and Maniac. The dance break in between was gorgeous when Hyunjin jumped over everyone. It was great. Mm-hmm. Very cool remix. They've been doing, you know, a lot of remixes because these groups perform the same songs like on all these award oh shows and year-end shows. Year, yeah. It would be so stressful to be the creative director or choreographer because you have to come up with different concepts every time. And it's like, mm-hmm. how many different ways can you do Maniac? But I liked this one. I would call it like the cold remix the whole vibe was very cold mm-hmm. it works for winter la seraphime i liked the suitcase opening that dance was cute great energy t by t t by t and those black leather outfits mm. come on, come on guys i see you i'm telling you they're getting ready for a big comeback you, you just feel this energy that their comebacks could be fire i can't wait new jeans they're always fun and cute yeah. uh, itsy did well but i loved the jyp group dance I (laughs) loved it. I loved it. That song, the choreography, I just, yeah, they, they killed it. They came to play and they really took it seriously, which I appreciate. It was fun. It was a fun show. It's always fun to see collaborations and covers. I mean, a K-pop show where they're doing like sexy back and no diggity. Yes, 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 yes. Here for it. Amazing. Amazing. And Charity loves fedoras. We might have to do a poll on this one. Oh, charity. <laughs> a lot of people loved them. You're right. In the 2000s, I think people were wearing them. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't, but I sure did. I did not. I did not. I did not. I was not not wearing mine. But, you know, different strokes for different folks. Um, <laughs> let's move on to some K-pop news. J-Hope. We both had J-Hope's album in our top five albums of the year. He's performing in Times Square for New Year's Eve. Ryan Seacrest, Dick Clark, rocking New Year's Eve. J-Hope will be back in Times Square. We all remember when BTS rang in 2020. J-Hope's doing it solo this year. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. BTS yet to come. The concert from Busan will be in theaters next year. They're going to keep raking in that BTS money. That's going to be in movie theaters. We've got a lot of comebacks to look forward to in January, and SF9 just announced their comeback. Theirs is the same day, I think, as Monsta X, January 9th. Mm. Get ready. Lots of comebacks. We're going to have a busy January charity. Nice. Twice is releasing a new English single in January. So, like, seriously, January is so stacked, you guys. Like, coming off all of this content in December... There's no break in K-pop. It's stacked. But interestingly, they're releasing their album in March. We're going to get a new mini album in March, but a English single in January. It's interesting when you look at the releases. It used to always be, you know, like the single music video album came out the same day. And now I'm yeah. seeing a lot more staggering. So I wonder if that's going to be kind of the trend in 2023. We're going to see it's very a Western. single is very Western. 
This is weird, and I'm not sure what to think of it. But Huey from Pentagon, they reported that he's going on the Boys Planet reality show. It's a competition show to be in a new boy group. Hmm. It's totally bizarre because why would he do that? Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's like, he's one of the best. Like, why would he be competing? Uh, and and the weird part is Cube just said that they can't confirm it at this time. What? Right? I'm that's weird. Ugh, I don't know what to say. Vernon from 17 is releasing a new project in a couple days. The podcast will be out by the time he releases it, but we'll talk about it next week. Don't worry. And that's all the news I have for you. It's kind of a slow news week as Christmas and the holidays are happening, but you know, K-pop moves fast and we're recording this on Tuesday this week. So apologies if we miss anything big we'll talk about next week. Charity, it is that time. It's time for a song of the week. What is your song of the week this week? I'm so torn because same. there's so many good ones. Same, 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 same. And I didn't know if I wanted to go with a Christmas one because it's a Christmas episode. But I think game time right now, I got to go with the one I listen to the most. I think I'm going to go with Tangerine Love Favorite by NCT Dream because I listen to that a lot. I agree with you. This was a very hard week. I'm Usually I, yeah. I have my song of the week ready to go. My song of the week is blank. I'm picking on the fly and I'm going to do what you did. What did I listen to all week? What was I vibing with the most? Because part of me just wants to give some love to one of these songs that maybe people mm-hmm. haven't heard yet. But then I also think that I've already made all of these songs my song of the week <laughs> during <laughs> the show this year. So that might not work. Um, I'm going to go Beautiful Christmas, Espa and Red Velvet. Nice. It's time nice. to get in the Christmas spirit. You're all going to be listening to this while I'm still shopping and uh, sending some <laughs> cards. Let's do that one. It's a fun one. That's my song of the week. Next week, we will be here. Our last episode of the year. We have a new Woo-hoo. song, New Jeans to talk about. Vernon, Stray Kids. We've got new music from Stray Kids. We're going to talk about that. Plus, there's some groups that we may have missed this year. So... This is the episode where we're going to get into some releases from groups, uh, stuff we missed. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be a fun one. We're going to end the year on a bright note. So please come back. Please join us. As always, thank you for being part of the Queendom. Thank you for being part of our K-pop world. We're so grateful for our listeners. And we know this time of year is crazy and busy and stressful. But uh, you tuning in and still listening to our silly podcast where we talk about K-pop. It means the world. And we mm-hmm. see people listening from all over the world. And we have such interesting demographics. Really, K-pop connects with all different types of people. And it's just an amazing, powerful thing to be a part of. So we don't take it for granted. We don't take any of you for granted. And we hope that you're having a wonderful time this holiday season with friends and family. And if you're not, it's just another day. And tomorrow will yeah. be a new day. And we will be here. So you've got friends and us. We've got you. We love you. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And we will talk to you next week. Let's end the year on a bright note. Love you, Queendom. We love you guys so much. Have a great holiday, whichever you're celebrating, or have a great weekend if you're not. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.